Tunes on the Call, produced by the Stars Among Us. My thank you tour to those who have impacted my life in one way or another. This is my thank you card to them all. And for the second episode of season two, I introduce you to Renella Bin's Hardy Boat. Hello, Renella. Hi, Ozzy. How are you? I am just hunky-dory and happy to be here with you. Thank you. And I am so impressed with your academics. Um, I have known some people um, who are in the social working arena, but none that are of your levels. I've been doing social work all my life. Wow. But I have a master's since 2005. 2002, I did undergrad two through four, and in five, I had uh, I achieved my master's from Fordham University. Now, one of the things that, that I've learned about uh, masters, you can provide clinical services such as diagnosis and treatments of behavioral uh, health problems like anxiety and depression, right? Yes, it crosses, it's, it fulfills a wide spectrum of mental health, continuity of care. I, I have worked for a number of years for the VA hospital where it's a, it's a crossed over in disciplines that I've had to implement in assisting the veterans population, which is a population I chose to work with. What do you do to take care of yourself to mentally clear based on the intensity of your job? I have access to mental health care. So because my husband, my deceased husband was a veteran, but because they have honored us, they've kept us safe. They give everything, their lives, to provide uh, protection, to provide care, to provide uh, services in general to the country, to the world, because the American veterans are all over the world serving globally. And for that reason, I chose to give back to them unconditionally. I have a clinician with whom I can debrief, I can discussed any challenges when you're working as I have done in the medical field you have supervisors as social workers who you can speak with if there's a challenge in any area that needs to be dealt with so you seek supervision and you get that also for your mental health. What are you most proud of in your career? Just seeing the changes that my my interactions with others, my colleagues, the veteran population, I serve my neighbor who may have a need. Um, people who knows what I do will reach out to me and by making the right system connections, because you have the family, you have the community, then you have the wider community and I'm fantastic in connecting the links that's needed within the system to attribute changes and growth and uh, provided services mm -hmm. for the individuals within the community. You've also, I've heard, been recommended by members of Pentagon and others. How does that make you feel? The discipline that I exhibit in my work, I treat everyone, all persons, um, equally the same. 
it doesn't matter what your ethnicity or your race is, you're a human being, for example, within the veterans population who has served. And it's important that I reciprocate the generosity of your spirit for providing me the um, services that you have and the security of living in America. So in doing so, I have gotten call from the Pentagon um, where I have service a member of the government's family member and I was the call came through to my boss at the VA to say that if he were ill that I am the kind of social worker that he would want me to take care of him mm -hmm. because of all the things that I have put in place for the family member including providing home care and continuity of care for him to be moved into the domiciliary in St. St. Albans, Queens, which is one of the VA facilities. Mm -hmm. um, I've gotten call from Tokyo, Japan, from Paris, France, from the head of the Masonic Brotherhood to say thank you for what you have done for the brothers. I have gotten calls from service members that uh, I have airlifted from New York, connecting the family in South America, two wives, one in Canada, one in Virginia, and to airlift the person from here who was ailing and could not take regular transportation, then to the nursing home where their continuity of care was maintained until they transitioned because they had pancreatic and stage pancreatic cancers. Mm. You know, it crosses a wide spectrum of things that I do that comes with, with being a social worker. We're about the same age. We have one son each around the same age. We're from mm -hmm. the West Indies, you from Jamaica, me from Trinidad. And our sons have known each other. And I just, again, want to say thank you. So. You're very welcome. I think, I, I think like the Egyptian phoenix, you know, we rise above our adversary cities because I believe that the only way to be happy is to make others happy. To that end, I've always helped others whenever they needed my assistance. For me, that just comes with who I am. And I believe very strongly that as an individual with an open and receptive heart who has cared for my own family members. You know, I had a mother who was bedridden, I had a husband who had cancer, a mother-in-law who was terminally ill. Mm. And so when I look back in my life and see all the, all the things I've had to do as a caregiver, it was part of those um, experience that drive me to do what I do today. So in doing it, when I get the call from you, as Keaton may have come from your, from you as a person, but he's also my son. And I think when we think biblically, it says we should love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So whatever I do, it, it comes, it's flawless, it's seamless. It's, it's just the need is there. How do we fix it? We fix it. So if the call has to go to California, to Florida, to here, how do you connect systems? That's the key to getting things done, is to know what systems and how you go about doing it to achieve the end results. And so that is why it was very easy for all that took place to have happened for Keaton, and to which I'm humbled by being afforded the opportunity to to assist in a meaningful way. With that being said, how has COVID 
affected you? When COVID happened, all of us were in denial, not, not understanding the enormity of what comes with COVID. You think of hibernating, you think of the social distances that one has to keep. That for me, it was challenging because I'm a people person. Mm. And so to be invited out and I says, I'm so sorry, I can't because I've got to take the necessary care Mm-hmm. To make sure that you know, I don't infect you. You don't infect me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just did what needed to be done, like everybody else. Have um, there been certain things that you have picked up and started doing that was somewhat different? Have you noticed any ups for you? Certainly, it has validated the people in my life. A lot of people who I know who was lost family members. And because of my training as a chaplain, my training as a social worker, my training working within the medical field, my, my, my own experiences of losses in my family, of my mom, of my husband, you're now able to deal with the death when someone said my mom died. For example, and up, there was a young lady at church and when the minister was preaching that Sunday and said that the next person to your right to give them a hug and I thought this young lady and I says do you mind if I give you a hug because you have to ask people because different people have different comorbidities and she says oh look she would love that and I hugged her and she just started trembling in my body in my in my arms and was crying and I said to her do you want to talk about it and she said yes her mother is on a respirator and is going to be removed from it today immediately I says would you like me to go with you to Columbia Presbyterian Hospital and she says would you and I said yes I would I did and by being present to help her to understand her mom's transition and could walk her through it because of my training I was happy to be there to be that that extension or that life force that she needed um and saw her go through it and her dad and her brothers. For me, it, it was a major up along with, this is not my first time standing beside someone whose parents is being um, disintubated. This is my third time. Mm-hmm. And each time I was able to bring them strength. Um, the up, the people in my life who would call or we would send different texts to, to make sure that we empower each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you don't know where the person is at the other end of the line who may call and says, hi, Renella, how are you? That they may be calling me to ask me, how am I? But they're also hurting. So you reciprocate the generosity of spirit. Um, I think when you have been through chaplain, so you understand that life is temporary. We're not here as permanent residents. And we know the Bible tells us that at some point, that's the only thing we have to do is that we must die. Mm-hmm. So you ensure that as the person journey along their lives, that they live their lives according to his will, um, having the support. You're walking in the street and you see a young man or a young woman who have a tremendous need and the Lord just tell you to help that person with that need. And you will probably just extend and say here. And they look in the person's face, it's COVID time. You're afraid to go out, but you go out and you see someone with the need and you help to fulfill it. Mm-hmm. That also gives you strength. It gives you hope. It gives you joy to know that your action has provided happiness for someone else, mm-hmm. which is what which is what makes people happy. It's, it's giving and in giving it is reciprocated. Mm-hmm. So COVID as serious as it is, 
as it is and, and all the things that is being said in the media about it, you become fixated on the TV and you watch it and you hear it. It's called vicarious trauma because each person that you hear dies, like you relive it and it's another person and then said it is X amount of millions or X amount of thousands that have died. And when you think globally, depression comes about easily. So you have to have books that you will read and, um, and do what you need to do. Surround yourself with people who are like-mindedness so that you can um, garner strength from each other. Um, I was always someone who was conscious of my health and my eating habits. And so um, I just ensured that what needed to be had was there. And I reach out to my friends. I have strong social support from the women in my life. Um, you and I have a mutual friend who's Vashti. And so we would meet together, even keeping social distancing and going for a walk and going to Trader Joe's. And if she's going to go out today, and she'll call and ask, do you need X? And if I'm going out, we do that. Mm-hmm. And who's the nurse who lives on 17th Street, she came down with COVID and took it home and gave it to her husband. And when she called me to say he was regurgitating blood and she has the virus and she can't see me, immediately she said she needed a specific oil of oregano, for example. Mm-hmm. And it was all the way at um, Whole Foods in 57th Street. But I know of a health food store in my neighborhood. And so I made sure I put on the protective gears and I went out and I got everything for her Mm -hmm. and for myself and also for my neighbor who is asthmatic. So you learn to to support each other even more. But, but try not not just doing it generically, but to ask what are your specific needs? How can I help? Mm-hmm. My immediate neighbor to my right, her husband died on Christmas Eve and she's in her late 70s. So of course you you call to see, are you okay? Is there anything? Mm-hmm. That, um, that I'm a very good cook. So I will make lasagna or fettuccine Alfredo or I will do something Jamaican because I love to cook. And uh, you give gift packages, um, just like getting the zinc. I started researching a whole lot more on COVID and what do we do to ensure that you have, you eat the right foods with the right amount of appropriate nutrients that you need so that you can build your immune system and stay healthy. You know, the issue of alkaline water, um, the issue of ginger and garlic. And then I, people were calling me and I were making, I was making all these different stuff by researching in London, how someone got safe from it and make the portion that when my own husband came down with the COVID and was in the hospital and he reached out to me, the same product I went and got for my girlfriend and her husband was able to immediately put together and the same nurse who I did the products for, as in the mixing out, uh, pureeing the garlic, the ginger, the oil of oregano, the vitamins that needed to be put together, the lemon, the the onion, if you have a fever to cut it and put it in your socks. I was basically that go-to person that people would call and say X, Y, and Z. And my husband is doing fine. Mm-hmm. He was released from the hospital within 48 hours of drinking 
like from Jamaica, you have guinea hen, you have neem, you have um, the ginger, the onion, the garlic, you boil together, sweeten it with raw honey, with a little uh, molasses. Mm -hmm. and it kicks the virus out of his body and then putting the onions in his sock. So you learn to become the nurse that you are not. But by working in the hospital, in the medical social work, you learn a lot of things. Um, COVID helped you to be more cognizant of your humanity. It helps you to be more cognizant of your life expectancy. So as, as doubtful as COVID may be, um, there it has provided so many ups also for others mm -hmm. because it builds family relate, rebuilt family relationship, mm -hmm. and it just connects people to be stronger instead of being on your own. So now let's talk a little bit about the politics of the day. What are your thoughts? I think what is imperative is for people to not vote with emotions, but to vote with, the, with, with your conscience, which is the watchdog between you and God. I think if you look and you see all the manipulations of, of what the media presents, what is said by the different members, including our president, um, one has to be able to choose um, intellectually, not emotionally, but intellectually. You must balance your head and your heart mm -hmm. in making the right decision. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing I will tell you is that it is very essential that everyone should vote in light of the politics, in light of the Black Lives Matters, in light as a woman of color and a woman over 50. You see the disparities that, that is out there. Get out the vote. You must go out and vote mm -hmm. because that is the only thing you have. That's your voice. Go mm -hmm. out and vote, volunteer, keep social distancing, mm -hmm. but go out and do your civic responsibilities. Mm -hmm. What does Vanilla do to bring out a laugh? Okay. <laughs> I have wonderful friends. For example, mm -hmm. yesterday I was went and had brunch with my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. um, I take some things and it was like a potluck kind of brunch where we had smoked tuna on substitute bread that is made by um, cauliflower. Saturday, I went up to the Hudson to Half Moon restaurant and sat with my girlfriend until what, nine o'clock in the night. We had dinner, had a couple of appetizers and desserts and all of those good stuff. Uh -huh. Today, I decided to come to see my sister friend who is an exotic cook to me, and she is um, the chef de la creme, uh -huh. yeah? And so she just made the most delicious dinner. She just brought me a big cup of tea. So I socialize with my friends and the friends in my life, we can talk about anything. So um, let me ask you, what kind of music do you listen to now? I listen to all kinds of music. I I, for example, I love classical music. I love Bach, Chopin, mm -hmm. uh, Mozart. I love Jamaican reggae, for example. Mm -hmm. um, you ask me what makes me happy. Mm -hmm. I just put on Tyrus Riley. Late at nights, I will be going through YouTube. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to Tyrus Riley. She's royal. She's one of a kind. I listen to Bujibant and it says about love. I, I, want someone to love me, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Just so you know, things that's going to make you want to get up and dance. Mm -hmm. I listen to all kinds of genre of music. By the um, way, would you, would you 
ever go back to Jamaica? Because I know you have a property over there, but would you ever go back to retire there? Um, I don't think I'm someone who could retire one place. Mm. Yes, I love people and I love to travel. We mm -hmm. have, I have the bed and breakfast in Montego Bay. Mm -hmm. And yes, Jamaica, I will definitely be spending some time there. Mm -hmm. But to say that I would go back there to just spend the rest of my days there, I can't say that. Mm -hmm. Probably somewhere in the south of France or in Switzerland or mm -hmm. up in Cod or in Canada, out in Vancouver. Even up to Alaska, I have to see the world. Mm -hmm. and so there's no one place that I would settle. I have strong family ties in Jamaica. I have family all over the world. Mm -hmm. And the friends that I have, for example, next month we were supposed to be going to Greece with my girlfriend who I'm with presently. But in light of COVID, we're not going to go to Greece. Mm -hmm. We were going to go and walk the streets where Paul walked and you know, on the Isle of Patmos and all the different places we were going to go. Traveling is part of who I am. It's the extension of who I am. I've traveled the world, but there are still some places on my bucket list, like mm -hmm. Australia, um, Hawaii, I've not yet been, mm -hmm. and areas of Africa that I would like to go. Renella, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to have this chat letting us get to know you better by the way is there a store or a business in your area that are not doing very well that you'd like to support or give a shout out to yes i'd love to give a shout out to the city opera it's it's a fantastic store that impacts the community and housing works who um assist individuals with HIV and AIDS and City Opera helps individuals within the community. And so it's important that people get out and go, your money will go much further there. And the staff are magnificent. 23rd Street between Lexington and 2nd Avenue, totally located. Thank you. So, for, so folks, please care to share and remember Renella. Remember City Opera, and when you're on your beat, stay on the sunny, sunny, sunny side of the street, safely. Renella, this was fun. Thank you very much. We'll talk again soon. Love you. Love you too. Thank you for affording me the opportunity. Most welcome. Okay, bye-bye.